This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM Community Conscious Radio. This is WMNF Tampa. This is DJ Shadow and you're tuned into WMNF 88.5 Tampa. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. Ukrainians marked Orthodox Easter in the capital today with prayers for those fighting on the front lines and others trapped beyond them in places like the devastated port city of Mariupol, where a presidential advisor says Russian forces are attempting to storm the Azovstal steel plant where the last Ukrainian defenders of the city and hundreds of civilians are holding out. In his Easter message, President Volodymyr Zelensky insisted that invaders, the Russian invaders, would not destroy Ukraine. We witness horrific sights of war. Let us see the joyful image of peace. We are fighting through extremely difficult challenges. Let us reach a fair ending on this path, the beginning of a happy life and flourishing in Ukraine. Our hearts are filled with vicious anger. Our souls are filled with raging hatred towards the occupiers and everything they've done. Don't let rage destroy us from the inside. Zelensky heard there through a BBC interpreter. He says he will meet in Kyiv today with Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The governor of New Mexico says there are 20 wildfires burning in nearly half the counties in her state. From member station KUNM, Alice Fordham reports the largest fires have burned at least 200 buildings. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham has declared emergencies in three counties and says more than a thousand fires firefighters are now battling the fires that sparked in hot, dry and very windy weather this week. We experienced a combination of conditions that quite frankly is unprecedented in New Mexico history. Lujan Grisham said conditions like this usually happen later in the year. It means we have a longer, more dramatic and quite frankly more dangerous significant fire season ahead of us. The largest fires are now raging in rural areas northeast of Santa Fe. For NPR News, I'm Alice Fordham in Albuquerque. Former Utah Republican Senator Orrin Hatch has died from member station KUER in Salt Lake City. And Lane Clark reports. Orrin Hatch was a political newcomer in 1976 when he took on Utah's three-term Democratic Senator Frank Moss. He won that election and six more, retiring from office in 2019. Hatch was known for his work on the Senate Judiciary Committee. He recommended liberal justices Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Stephen Breyer. He also supported former President Donald Trump's picks Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh. He was known for his bipartisanship, including partnering on legislation with his close friend, the late Democratic Senator Edward Kennedy. Hatch lost a bid for the Republican presidential nomination in 2000. He did go on to serve as the Senate's president pro tempore for the last four years of his tenure. You're listening to NPR News. The World Health Organization has declared a new outbreak of Ebola in the Democratic Republic of Congo, warning time is not on our side. Kate Bartlett has more. Only one case of the deadly virus has been confirmed so far after a 31-year-old man was found to have died from Ebola in northwestern Equatorial province. However, the WHO said that as the man had started experiencing symptoms two weeks before he was diagnosed, authorities are now having to play catch-up. Congo's last outbreak ended just four months ago in one of the worst ever outbreaks in the country between 2018 and 2020, more than 2,000 people died. The country is set to kick off a vaccination drive in the coming days, and with many people in the area already vaccinated against the virus, that should help stem its spread, the WHO said. For NPR News, I'm Kate Bartlett in Johannesburg. To China now, where authorities are hardening, are hardening 
their coronavirus lockdown in Shanghai. Fences and metal barriers are being put in place to block off small streets and entrances to apartment complexes. People are posting videos of the new barriers on social media amid anger over them. Early results from the presidential election in France are expected to start coming in later today. The French are deciding whether to give Emmanuel Macron a second term or hand the presidency to far-right nationalist Marine Le Pen. Macron is leading in the most recent polls, but the race is tight and a Le Pen victory has not been ruled out. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Carnegie Corporation of New York, supporting innovations in education, democratic engagements, and the advancement of international peace and security. More information is available online at Carnegie.org. Your news, your views, your values. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Remember when we would party like it's 1999? We can do it again. Saturday, April 30th at New World Brewery. It's a special tribute to Prince presented by your radio station, WMNF. Tickets are available now at WMNF.org for $20 and at New World Brewery for $25 day of show. So come support these local bands getting their prints on. And maybe enter the Prince Lookalike Contest, wearing your best purple velvet and ruffled shirt. All hosted by your community radio station, WMNF. See you there. WMNF will be at the new Slow Cal in Seminole Heights Monday, April 25th for the first monthly Tampa Music Showcase, sponsored by the Music Bureau. This open mic night features new and established local musicians, a panel discussion by Symphonic Distribution on the music industry, networking, and more. Sign up to perform begin at 6 p.m. Details at WMNF.org slash events. Hey, what's going down, family? It's your resident chef, Big Eddie G, inviting you to the Soul Kitchen. Me and my assistant chef, Mr. White Pepper Dave and Brian, serve up the best of R&B and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun. So stop by Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Bring your appetite, because the kitchen will show enough fill you up right. Here, only on 88.5 WMNF. Hi, I'm Jeannie Holton. And I'm Nathaniel Cox. Tune in every Sunday from noon to 2 to the Acoustic Peace Club on WMNF. We play singer-songwriters and acoustic music from blues to bluegrass and speak loudly for peace. Join us every Sunday at noon on WMNF Tampa. I'm Marcy Finkelstein, and after years of bringing you the Tuesday morning show, I've moved to Saturday. We're having a party. My new show is Words and Music, and it airs from 10 a.m. to noon. Different day, but the same mix of old favorites and new releases, plus intimate conversations with artists about their latest work. And I'd love to have your company. That's Words and Music, Saturday from 10 to noon. And you're back to the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. My name is Patrick Mabili. And we have Nico. Hello. In the house. <laughs> and we have you with your phone calls. If you just call us at 813-239-9663. We're talking about what's been going on in the state of Florida politically. Uh, of course, last week we were talking about some of the economic plight that was happening to working class people, black people right here in the Tampa Bay area. Crisis like that continues as rents are rising, inflation is rising, and state governments are just passing the buck and focusing on taking away your rights, yeah. focusing on the cultural war. And we're talking about it right now here on the Sunday Forum. What are we in for? How do we fight this? Are you going to vote? 813-239-9663. We're going right to the telephone lines right now. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hey, good morning, Mobility, and good morning, ma'am. Hey, I oh, appreciate morning. this uh, opportunity, y'all. 
Um, I just wanted to um, say I feel like, you know, the answers are out there. I'm always hopeful, you know, um, and when it comes to this situation, I think, you know, it's like fighting uh, oil fire with dynamite in a way, potentially. Now, with oil fires, they learned some time back, I've seen in some documentary, that you could, you know, basically uh, put a percussion uh, explosive on top of a fire, hmm. and it'll just extinguish it with air pressure. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like, uh, in a sense, putting uh, a blanket over a fire uh, <laughs> help get rid of the oxygen that feeds it. And in this situation, I feel like, you know, what they've done for years is had different right-wing think tanks get involved, um, different contributors to those think tanks, and we're dealing with it in an ugly way now where that has grown into corporations, you know, and, and mm-hmm. even the different news uh, outlets that are like cable news outlets and, 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 and really right. honestly some of the local ones and influence the editors in their comp, uh, in their com, in the competitive market. And not only Sometimes. that, they actually write law, don't they? They actually write the law that the Absolutely. lawmakers actually pass. Yeah, Alec and all those. And they, it was brought to their attention a while back. I've seen it uh, being uh, discussed uh, now a couple times. And I swear the, the reps they had to... Uh, get onto these these shows. Uh, there, you know, you're, you're, you're excuse me, but PBS like mm-hmm. channels. They, they they just they brush it off. The C-spans, mm-hmm. they brush it off. Just so just so cool. Like they're like, yeah, I, that just it's so unfortunate. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. And um, but but at any rate, you know that that's sort of like a fire with fire, but then a fire with dynamite situation. Yeah. We have plenty of grievances that we can lob at these different, you know, uh, legislative uh, uh, representatives, you know, uh, championing all this stuff, um, if not bringing things to court um, uh, to go ahead and, and snuff a lot of this out. You know, if you want this, okay. Like, you know, don't say gay bill is they you know, love to hear us complain about, you know, I mean, go ahead and, 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 you know, say, okay, you can't mention mother, father, you know, um, uh, any, you know. Yeah, what's to stop them from going further? Yeah, you know, you just say, okay, well, I will identify myself in any way, shape, or form in some way that uh, this this, uh, angry teacher explained. Um, you know, and, and um, combating this bill and bringing common sense to the situation. And then, you know, uh, when it comes to, you know, I, I lost my train of thought, unfortunately, no, just in that instance, but it's just, it just seems, you know, bring fire with fire. They do, uh, but they do play fire. with fire. They play with a lot of historical fires just for political, political gain, just for votes. You know, well, you know get this is what base I was going to talk about, and 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 it, it really gets me. I I remember bringing it up uh, to someone that you know the fact about you know the Gasparilla parades is that it's a cover for the fact of you know Tampa's Confederate history, and it makes me feel sad, and I'm getting tired of hearing about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's get rid of the Gasparilla. It's making me sad. It's making me mad. I'm tired of um, I'm tired of uh happening to, to 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 visit, you know, my nephew's school that's paved over, you know, some of our ancestor cemeteries yeah. and graves, you know what I'm saying? This, this is all making me sad. Let's right. get rid of that too. Right, right, you right. You know what I'm saying? Let's hit them. Yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you can do this in any kind of way. They're trying to take money out of schools, which I'm not against schools, but they're trying to use it for these for profit and poorly regulated, you know, charter schools that they're trying to prop up, you know, to go ahead and squeeze a little bit more money out. Go ahead and, and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, do, do this thing, which is basically the dumb society down just a little bit more. Hit them wherever. They open their mouth, try right. to say something, you know, with some some litigation. Keep doing it. That's how they operate. Get some think tanks together to figure it out. They've been doing it. Oh gosh, since the mid seventies. Yeah, every progressive, especially the mid seventies, because that was the time we were trying to institute the gains of the civil rights movement. So they right. were in reactionary mode. 
they got ahead of that by going ahead. And uh, gosh, I'm finding out now that those cemeteries were were actually uh, being controlled over by um, the the Hillsborough County School Board of all things, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Which of course was controlled primarily by whites, because all the school boards were making sure to get rid of or or degradate the black schools, get rid of them. And, yeah. and, and then to go ahead, integrate through to those white schools, fire as many as the black teachers as they could, and uh, go ahead and make sure that money, you know, through the education system, primarily circulated, you know, through their neighborhoods. And um, also the trickle-down of intelligence, um, and I mean like intel on reality of life, uh, you know, proliferated through the, you know, white communities. So, you know, I just, you know, just let's go ahead, get the things tanked together, deal in some litigation. We got plenty of grievances. We don't fight fire with fire no more. Let's do it smart and, and strangely fight fire with dynamite because that's mm-hmm. how I've seen it go down. And that stuff works when you do it right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we've seen shareholder revolts go after ExxonMobil for their denial of climate change and they're actively promoting uh, fossil fuels and in in the All face of, of yeah, so those and, things and worked. It's, mm-hmm. it's sad when um, the shutdowns happened. The the all, all the commerce was silent. Everybody was in their home, you know, for the most part. If you weren't on the front lines trying to help society, and all of a sudden they actually uh, spotted Orca off the coast of Pinellas County. <laughs> yeah, that's right. it was so they pristine. Talk about the environment too. Yeah. Come on, I, I feel like I've been. You know, for all their commerce out there on the waters, I'm, I'm being, um, um, you know, shamed out of being able to enjoy nature in its fullest. Now, we, 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 is that something? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't if know. you're a Floridian, you should be. Yes, you're right. We moved. Yeah. We live in paradise, don't we? You're supposed for to. For real. For uh, real. You know, <laughs> so let's, 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 let's get some litigation going. Let's get these think tanks figuring it out. And let's mm-hmm. hit them like they've been hitting us all this time in reality. That's true. And they pick judges, too, to be referees oh, on this side. They pick them in the trick. I found, I think anyway, is, I think, is to go ahead and make sure that our complaint lines up with something. They're arguing just the same. That's how it works. Because then when you have a situation like that, it's a, in a sense a draw. But then if you got more weight on your side, then they try to blow it over, forget about it. Mm. You get to hit them again somehow, quite possibly, for, um, you know, trying to deny reality and, mm. uh, of the crime. You know, all of a sudden, oh, it's not a crime no more when it didn't hurt them <laughs> as much. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, I appreciate I just, it. Uh, you know, get the think tanks together, uh, get our grievances uh, listed, and, and go ahead and slap them in the mouth. Okay. Let's right. do that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, you for your call. Black lawyers out there, let's let's pick it that up. Yeah. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. You say what about all this going on in the state of Florida? Um, it is just uh, sometimes disheartening when uh, when you know that a majority, I think, in this country, you have the most millionaires and billionaires that are, are Democrats. But when it comes <laughs> to fighting, based on these people will seem to be very passive. And that's what I don't understand. And um, we, we, we give these people so much power because of our silence, because of our true correctness. Mm-hmm. And then these guys keep rising up in power, putting out these draconious laws that they are putting in. And, and who can ever imagine somebody like this, our governor, who was an ex-military guy, suddenly rose to power. Now he's flexing his muscle with everything that looks like the, you know, things that Hitler would do. Imagine if this guy is a president, the bold man. So my thing is, I think that um, Democrats, what they need to do is to be aggressive just like them. We, we also need good candidate that can match the level of ferocity that these guys are bringing in when they go after things they want to do. And also, 
I think that we have to think long term. Mm-hmm. How do we put a strategy in place? Thank God for programs like you guys. I believe it's even though you guys don't think about it as a strategy, it's a good strategy, and I wish we could have more. So my my call to a lot of Democrats is this. If you guys are talking, you have to put your money where your mouth is. Let us bring more uh, journalists like you guys from different angles um, uh, so that we can have something in place. Florida, uh, a lot of people who are from what you will call blue states live here. But it just seems like there's no impact. How do we become, how did Florida get to this point? So a few strategies in place. We have to begin to think about strategies, think that, put those things in place, knowing that they're not going to materialize overnight because they won't come, they, you know, all the results are not going to come overnight. And also, as good and as much as it's good for us to talk about race, race and race, which we will continue to talk about, we also have to acknowledge that this fight, uh, both the whites and the blacks are also marginalized when it comes to the greater dream in terms of uh, running the society, running this country. And can you imagine how they attack Kamara Harris just because she's a woman, just because she's black? But we didn't have a good response to that. So I, I, uh, my prayer is that we'll continue to have people like you guys. And I hope those of them that uh, um, um, say, well, we want to see a change. You cannot see a change if you do not take a step towards making a change. Well, I mean, the ferocity, I, I agree there's a ferocity on the Republican side when it comes to their fight. But listen, when it, let's take the redistricting vote. Uh, the redistricting map. I mean, here was an example of a Democrat, uh, Darrell Rousson, gave his own map that was rejected because, you know, the game is the, you know, it takes the control of the judiciary as well. Yes. And, yes. you know, that's the way the game is being played. And so, you know, they, they control the referee too. That's part yes. of their strategy. So, so, so my question to you, because a lot of people listen to your voice, you guys voices. If you don't mind me putting it this way, what are the five things that you think we need to put in place to counter this thing, both short term and long term? Yeah, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say you need some young people involved, engaged in all levels. You know, with city government. I mean, young people just need to get in 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 the act, but. You know, people who are retirement age need to be there to to help guide. Okay. Uh, so I mean, that's that's more of a, I don't know if I could do a five top five, but you know, it's, this is a programmatic thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, a- I guess you know, I, I agree with mobility. We need young people. We need. Um, you know, more, more people to just to just speak up, have their voices heard, get on social media. Um, you know, get get on a do a podcast, do whatever you can to get your voice out there and let it be known that this time that we're in now is very. It's just getting to be a mess, and it is important yeah. that we have our voices heard because if we don't, then this is just going to continue. I mean, there's always going to be racism. There's always going to be someone yeah. who's trying to, you know, um, destroy us as as a as a nation as far as black people. So. In order for us to continue to to stand with the, together as a group, we gotta we we just have to speak up more. I mean, I don't know if there's a top five either. It's just that's just plain and simple. Our voices need to be heard more, and we gotta start doing it. We we have to, and we have to start voting. We gotta we can't just rely on um, other people. We have to get out and and also do our part. At the end of the day, but I agree with you, that, the caller, that the uh, the ferocity has to increase. Yeah. So, so my last question to you, if you don't mind, because I know that you guys are somewhat neutral when it comes to how you say things. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give the Democratic leadership in Florida? Because they seem to be going down the drain for quite a while now. What would you suggest? 
keep up the fight. I mean, the again, I have to give a shout out to those Democrats that protested, but the mathematics just isn't there, and that's on us, the voters. Yeah, I would say the same thing. We just keep doing what you're doing, and we we got to continue to to fight the good fight. And it's going to take a very long time. But I think if if the Democrats continue to stand their ground, which is what they have been doing since against the Republicans, I think we'll be we'll get there. It's just going to take time. Yes, thank you, thank you so much. And I and and I agree with you guys. Thank you for what you do. And I hope that uh, majority of the listeners, those who are listening now. We should not wait until we have somebody again like Trump. Yeah. We should stop this argument that Biden or whoever is not as you know charismatic as Obama. Mm-hmm. We need to understand what our own what our own interests are and start doing something right. about it now. And what's the Thank basis of that unity? Much. That's yeah, right. I Thank agree. you for calling. Thank you. Two three nine nine six six three eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Yeah, we do. We got a long way to go. Um, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I don't think we should be waiting either. I think we need to start some somehow. We got to figure out a way to do this now because I mean, what DeSantis is doing, putting all this crap into place. It, it, I mean, it's, and, and most of it is a distraction. It is. You know, and if it, you know, I don't know what the makeup of the of the Florida Supreme Court is, but a lot of this stuff just is unconstitutional on its face. It's stupid, especially what the Florida Department of Education is doing with the math books. You know, oh, and the banning of books. I mean, this is Nazi one hundred and one. Yeah, they're just they're getting way out of control with this. Caller, you say what? 813-239-9663. You're on, caller, on the Sunday Forum. Hi, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. This is Simon. Good morning. Um, You seem to be uh, speaking of the direction that people should be voting for. Getting out and vote is absolutely necessary. However, there's an asterisk there. Obviously, it's a one-way vote. It's a vote for the Democratic Party. And shame on the black individuals, 12% of the black com, um, community that voted for the Republican Party, what I'm hearing. As far as history, which I, I'm going to assume something, and I could be wrong. Um, uh, first of all, I'm, I'm sure you're both very well aware of Rosa Parks. I mean, that's an iconic individual, no question about it. But, mm-hmm. but I'm sure you're not aware of an individual by the name of Joseph Skinner. Skipper. Joseph Skipper was 28 years old, and he um, went into Rosa Parks' home and beat her up over $3. A black, black man. Mm-hmm. He served time in prison. He had asked her for $3 because he said he chased away an intruder. She went up to her room to get the $3. She gave him the $3. That was not sufficient enough, and he beat her up. And he took her $54. The reason I bring this up is that happened in 1994. Mm-hmm. From 94 until 2005, the black community was nowhere to be found when Rosa Parks was destitute. The two white men who paid for her free rent and took care of her the rest of her life was the owner of Little Caesars, Michael Litch, and Alfred Tumman who was a real estate developer, put her in a very nice apartment and took care of her for 11 years, paid all her rent and paid everything else. Let me move on. You seem to always be saying, mobility, fascism. And I'm sure, I'm making an assumption, that you've never heard of the person, Lawrence Dennis. Have you ever heard of Lawrence Dennis? No. Lawrence Dennis. Can you tell me? Lawrence Dennis, uh, <laughs> was born in Atlanta, and he was born a black man, but he was very white. Mm -hmm. He was what is arguably considered the brains of the fascist movement in the United States of America. He went to Harvard University. He worked for the State Department. He worked for Wall Street. The book is called The Color of Fascism. It's about Lawrence Dennis, and it's... it's, uh, the Color of Fascism, Lawrence Dennis, Racial Passing, and the Rise of Right-Wing Extremists in the United States by the New York University Press. The reason I bring those two um, 
issues up is it's unfortunate that we speak in hyperbole. And it's unfortunate that we have these conspiracy theories of white supremacy and insurrection. By the way, Lawrence Dennis was tried for sedition during World War II. And the reason he wasn't sent to prison for sedition is because the judge died before the case was tried. And he presented himself as a white man throughout his entire life until he was destitute, moved in with yeah, his sister. I remember this guy. He, he passed he for white. He was a fascist. The fascist who passed for white. Yeah, so you bring this up while we're talking about Florida. Well, you're talking about fascism and white supremacy. Well, we're talking about, yeah, that. That's what's happening in Florida. White supremacy, fascism. Regardless of what happened in historically. I'm not talking in hyperbole. That's a fact. Go go look it up. Go look it up. 813-239-9663. You can call me back when you look it up. 813-239-9663. Oh, jeez. Hey, caller, you're on air. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, who do I hope I don't get cut off? Bro. I hope I get, like, time. Uh, yeah, because you, 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 you talk. <laughs> you you yeah. got something to talk about. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, I just really want to appreciate the program. I think it reveals a lot of stuff um, that, that uh, in my view, is a serious contradiction in our community. One, um, you know, it's not just a matter of speaking up, you know, because a lot of people talk, a lot of people spoken. The, the, the thing is, we have to say something meaningful and something uh, that will help us move forward. When we speak up, we have to speak up with a to what end kind of purpose, as Chairman O'Malley used to tell us, teaches us. Just speaking up is just it's not enough. You know, this idea of fighting is, is not enough. You know, the, the question has to be, as Chairman teaches, the question has to be to what end in everything we say and in everything we do. So even this, this idea of we need to vote, that's not enough. Vote to what end? A long time ago, this, uh, this guy that some people call brilliant, Malcolm X, said that, you know, we, that, you know, we had to vote, but we had options. Malcolm said you can vote. Two ways, the ballot or the bullet. The African People's Socialist Party and the Black and Black Coalition for Social, uh, Social Justice, Peace, and Reparations says the ballot and the bullet. And you mentioned George Floyd, uh, the, the response, the, the white response to George Floyd and uh, uh, the resistances at least that emerged uh, after uh, uh, the white guy killed George Floyd, uh, George, uh, David Sheldon, uh, you know, uh, I, I would say that that was also a, a, a way of voting. So there's more than one way to vote. That's been clear throughout our history. And it's not enough just to vote for one slave master over another slave master. We, we need to begin to groom and run candidates ourselves if we yeah. intend to use this uh, 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 colonial system of uh, uh, electoral politics as a mechanism to uh, to get free. And we we have to we have to begin to groom and run candidates. So we're not just voting for somebody you know that's uh, one side uh, of the coin. You know the Democrat Republicans no different. It's both you know both uh, you know two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the other thing I would say is, uh, and I know it's necessary to talk about white people a lot. It seems. But I, re I don't I don't know if you remember these guys, but there are three names. If you remember them, please say yes. Ken Jennings, Brad Redder, and Roger Craig. You, not 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 number forty-two on the forty-nine. It's not that Roger Craig. These are three <laughs> white people. Do you remember those names? Do you know those names? Uh, uh, Mobili and uh, Emiko. Do you know those names? No, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know those names. Not off top. Well, but okay, Ken Jennings uh, is like the like the leading Jeopardy winner guy, at least he was at the time that I'm going to talk about. Uh, Brad Redder, I believe, was the... So, like, when I say leading winning, like, uh, Ken Jennings won the most games. And uh, Brad Redder won the most money. And I believe it was uh, Roger Craig who won, like, the... No, uh, yeah, the most championships. Anyway, these three white people were smart, right? They proved it on Jeopardy. They smart. And um, one of the Jeopardy answers was... Uh, this guy wrote this song, uh, it's this black national anthem, lift every voice and blank, right? All they had to do was fill in the blank, lift every voice and blank. And do you know, none of those smart white people can get it right because they don't give a damn about 
African people in our stuff. And we spend a whole lot of time talking about white people and, and what they're doing. And I don't know if, uh, in, in, in my view, it takes away from us talking about what it is we uh, should do for ourselves. And I mean, white people gonna do what they gonna do. It ain't no mystery. They've been doing it for a very long time. I, I, I don't, I don't have to watch the news to know that white people are going around terrorizing African people. You know, uh, taking our homes, uh, making it, suppressing education, suppressing voter. But I, but there's very few places I can go to find out exactly what it is we're doing uh, to to counter that. Um, and so I just, I think that. So important. I mean, the Sunday Forum has been an incredible part of our community for decades now. And I hope that uh, we can start, you know, and not that we got to tell the white people all our secrets. You know, exactly. But, you know, we open it up, don't we? We we want to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, what yeah, we're doing. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I, I'm just, like, when I hear the callers call in, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all set it up, y'all open it up. You know, y'all give the alley-oop, and, you know, some of the callers don't dunk it, you know, they don't dunk the ball. They they want to talk about the, you know, fascism, some some white boy. I mean, fascism is nothing. Fascism is only what white people call, what white people do to white people. Uh, uh, fascism is what white people call, what white people do to African people when they do it to white people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the Panthers yeah, talk yeah. about fascism. Harold, yeah. talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, you know, like that, you know, what is that? You know, the real question is colonialism. Because, you know, at the same time, uh, people are fighting against, uh, you know, uh, fascism in Italy. You know, Italy, uh, you know, the United States was, was doing to African people in the United States what white people were doing, uh, you know, to white people in, in Italy. You know, uh, we Nazis and all that stuff. You know, that's when white people do it to white people, then it's bad. But they're doing it to African people the whole time, man. You know, nobody has anything to say about it. The real, the real deal is colonialism. The colonial mode of production is the reason for every problem uh, that we can point to when we talk about the environment. I saw your video when I was at Walter's uh, Environmental Symposium, but uh, it was a good video. The thing is, though, uh, it was colonialism that did that to that uh, Louisiana community that you spoke about in that video. It's colonialism. Whatever you you want to talk about, health problems, money problems, housing problems, uh, education, you know, uh, what's about critical critical theory, whatever whatever you're saying, um, (laughs) Uh, yeah, whatever uh, that is. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the, the real deal is it's the colonial mode of production. White people control every damn thing that we do, everything that we eat, everything, every every piece of healthcare we can get, it, and, and that's the issue. We have to overturn the colonial mode of production, this this massive yeah. colonial structure. If we, uh, you know, if we plan to get out of it, now, I mean, and maybe voting at the at the ballot box to do it, but I know it's a whole lot of ways to vote. Pick yeah. up the ballot, pick up the bullet. You know, and, you know, uh, pick up this resistance, uh, you know, the stuff that we saw during the George Floyd uh, resistances, uh, you know, and, and vote those kinds of ways. Because a lot of us can't vote based on, you know, the colonial system saying that we can't vote uh, because we are selling, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff, right? But there, there's more than one way to vote. And I want to encourage people, you know, vote. Vote like hell. But you don't just have to vote at the ballot box. Now, yeah. Oh, you know what? I did want to say this, too. Uh, <laughs> you can come to solo mics, too, and vote there. Uh, that's the... That's the way of voting. Uh-huh. I did want to say I have this event coming up. It's going to be a tremendous event. Um, it's this coming Thursday at the Tampa Improv. Uh, it's the, the website is S-O-U-L-O-N-M-I-C-S, solonmics.com. I would really uh, love for you all to show up and vote. This is one way we can get together. You know, it's another way we can get together. Show up, man, you know, uh, in mass. And let's just get together, uh, chop it up. Uh, got my man Bertrand Boyd, the second who played in the, uh, the film Queen and Slim. He's going to be there. Uh, my man, Kevin Sample, is going to be there. We have a few surprises. It's going to be a tremendous event. Yeah. So, you know, that's another way to vote, man. Show up. Just come out. Let's have some fun. We don't have to show up that, you know, uh, candlelight vigils all the time. And, you know, violence, <laughs> violence. You know, we can come out and enjoy some intelligent entertainment together. And the more we get together, I think the better we'll be. So thank you so much for allowing me to share those things. And I look forward to hearing yeah. you. Yes, thank you for Appreciate calling that. in. Thank you. But I do want to say uh, we oh, got to... No, don't, don't say it before I go. Oh, no. Go, go, go say, say it with me on the phone so I can respond. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I was going to say something about an email we received. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I didn't want you to say nothing about me, and then no, I can't say nothing back. But it's oh, no, I wasn't going to say nothing about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We'll talk in the future. You too. Bye-bye. All right.
All right, so we we got an email uh, from someone, and they said, "Everyone is brown. Get real and get over it." So your response will be to that. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Everybody, it's it's right. It's they sent it at nine thirty one. Oh, okay. Uh, everybody's brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the idea is that we all came from the same origin. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, we all came out of the continent, out of Mother Africa. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. And it was the Ice Age that started to turn Neanderthal skins white. Right. The Ice Age. Let's read the book, The Iceman Inheritance. That's okay. a good book. Okay. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, Mobility, that's a good book. And I apologize. Mr. <laughs> Mika, I really am. I'm fighting it. I gotta stop. But one of your callers, and I know he is not the topic. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm, please, folks, can we please stay on the topic about Ron DeSantis? Yeah, right. But uh, Simon, Simon likes to play these games of one-upmanship. People, we need to understand that there are a lot of gray areas in life, and I say that to my shame as an African-American person, black person, however you want to call us. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Like Dr. Martin Luther King, he was thrust to the forefront of the civil rights movement. Do you know that the NAACP, I'm sure everybody's heard of them, was not backing him in the beginning. Right. Um, uh, People might have heard of Adam Clayton Powell pastor of Abyssinia Baptist Church in New York City, mm-hmm. a prominent politician. He did not give Reverend Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement support. Uh, Malcolm X, he was not for civil rights. Okay. He was for black empowerment and black separation. Mm-hmm. Okay. He also had his clashes when he found out about some things about the nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of gray areas in life. People use the power that you have. Read and study. Mr. Mobili mentioned the book. Please read the book. Okay, open your mind. There's the saying from the 60s. I'm a child of the 60s. (laughs) Free your mind and your, you know what we call it. We can't that on the radio. (laughs) Shut your mouth. I'm fighting it. I'm going to do better. No no more cheating. Have a good day. (laughs) You do the same. We wait no more of your calls. 813-239-9663. You got about 20 minutes yeah. to say something. Uh, so do, do you have any remarks on what, every, what, what all the calls of people have been saying? I mean, this well, is I mean, definitely good discussion. Definitely. Well, you know, people do have to, we have to use all of our power. You know, there's more than one way to vote. There's more than one way to struggle. Yeah. There's more than one way to make moves. I mean, You know, I like to big up what we have done. I like the fact that in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we have a commemorative black bank, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Greenwood, which is the community that was firebombed in Tulsa back in the 20s when black people actually created Mm -hmm. a community and had created a bunch of communities across the country, you know, out of slavery, out of nothingness, out the mud. And we did it. You know, and, you know, and I love the fact that even to this day, you know, young rappers sing about coming out the mud. I mean, that's a that's a a tradition that we've had. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's some continuity, there's some momentum there. You know, we we are constantly being forced to to be discouraged. We're constantly being distracted. Right. You know, we're distracted by the culture war. Oftentimes, that's why some of it needs to be ridiculed, but some of it needs to be looked at for what power is being, you know, what fascist power is being wielded here. You know, like the Disney thing, you know, Mm -hmm. on the one hand, I guess he feels safe to go after a big corporation, but he's not going to go after all big corporations. He's he's only going after his political enemies. That's dangerous. That's an emperor, Mm -hmm. you know, and he wants to be president of these United States. Yeah. You know, and that's the only reason why he's doing it. We see the game for what it is, and I think that was the point of the show. Now, they play games by writing laws from right-wing think tanks to controlling judges so that whatever law they pass, you know, the referee is going to go for it if they're an activist referee. So, DeSantis have, has tried to control the Supreme Court of the state of Florida, just as the Republicans and the conservatives have outmaneuvered the Democrats on the Supreme Court of the United States. Right. 
They prevented Barack Obama from carrying out his constitutional duty. And yet, the Florida legislature has just handed over their constitutional duty to draw a a redistricting map to the governor. An emperor move. You know, that's what we mean when we talk about, at least what I mean, we talk about fascism. So, you know, but to go after the... You know, for the party, the Republican Party, who call themselves the party of smaller government, less taxes, Mm -hmm. you know, doing this move, creating a tax nightmare for those two counties, you know, which means he doesn't care about how he plays the game. He doesn't care about the fires that he plays with. He doesn't care about the contradictions. Well, I mean, Daryl made a point, point, uh, I think the first time he called when he mentioned about the... Uh, the red tide in the mm-hmm. water that DeSantis was supposed to do something about that. He's not going to do anything no, about it. That was it. just something to say. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if it was left up to him, I think he would want, you know, all of us blacks to be wiped out and for this to be white America again. And, you know, the... the it doesn't si- care how that happens. Exactly. Whether it's through COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the situation that we're in now, it just proves just just how... Crazy, he's gone. I mean, crazy. to go after Disney, to do this critical race theory, you, you know, and what happened on January the 6th, because some of the callers brought that up too. If, if you notice, nothing was done about it. But if if blacks had have been there doing that, we would have been jailed but, for you know, life. Again, right. And that, Nobody it, did anything to those people that did that. That's Nobody. the reactionary nature of, of this current crop of racists you know they they even tried that when the democrats and the florida legislature protested saying you know i hope you're going to come and arrest them as terrorists yes, you know? i saw that what the, that, those two republicans that made that comment that yeah if the police uh come and they ask us if we want them arrested we're going to say yes why they didn't do nothing right they, they just went in and spoke their mind they're allowed to do in that. a place they're allowed to be yeah. you know they Freedom were elected of speech, to be. people <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. But again, white power only wants freedom of speech when they yeah when they want it want right, it. and when they want to offend us, the rest of us, right? You know, and there That's are a lot a of there are a lot of, of of people in this state of all colors and creeds who see the handwriting on the wall. Yeah, you know, it's not like I'm screaming in the wilderness. I know that I'm that people see the handwriting on the wall, but <laughs> they they do things because they can. Yeah. It's it's sheer power. That's they they constantly remind you that the elections has consequences. Right. They constantly remind you when they do something fascist, they say, "Well, elections has consequences." And if he gets, you know, in office as DeSantis, I mean, as president or as vice president, that is what's going to happen. He is going to be saying in our faces, "Now I have the power." Not that he's not having it now, but it's just going to get worse. So. Yeah. And it's the power to pick and choose and cherry pick. Like I said, if it was really about going after big corporations like Disney for having too much power to, to have a government of their own, then why why aren't you going after, for instance, the, the, the cruise lines who yeah. are dumping in our in Tampa our Bay, in our waters, mm-hmm. you know, right. killing the manatees? I think a lot of that stuff that came off those ships created this uh, algae right. that killed the, the manatees, you know. But I haven't seen him do a full press court on a full court press on on the cruise industry. Oh, yeah. In fact, He's not he was going to. quick to open them up, even oh, in the middle was. of the pandemic. Yeah, he did. He opened them up. He, uh, you know, and and that shouldn't have even happened. Uh, we were going through a, you know, a COVID, and why would you open up the place where you can easily contract that on a on a boat? Come <laughs> right. on. So I mean, to me, my question. Is why is not the the governor of Florida and the legislature who are his sycophants? Why are they not just idiots? Why can't we just ridicule them as idiots? Because none of it makes sense. It doesn't. Uh, and I just honestly, and these people out here who are for him and Trump, I mean, I I don't know. I, I just don't even know what to say about it anymore. But something has to be done because we can't continue on like this. It's but, just going to get worse. I mean, the culture war is going to become, it, it gives credence that we saw under 45. It gives emboldens the violent ones mm-hmm. among them. Mm-hmm. It emboldens them. You know, and to talk about, you know, the grievance after we actually watched Derek Chauvin choke out 
George Floyd. We yes. sat there and watched it. Yes. And we were just supposed to accept it as, oh, that's just... That's just you the know, police that's doing their the police. job. Absolutely <laughs> not. Right. That was murder. Straight up murder. So... And, and the changes that have come about since then, that has become political football for the, the right wing that says, right. we're going to do everything we can to up the ante. <laughs> give police more powers. Give police more abilities to kill. Yeah. You know... And not try to, you know, but there are other locations that are saying we're not going to use the police for traffic stops anymore. We're not going to use the police, you know, be the first call if somebody's having a mental breakdown. We're not going to call, have the police to be the first ones to show up. Right. You know, we're going to have somebody that knows what they're doing to show up. Maybe the police could be back up, but. To be the first ones in their faces. So those kinds of changes are happening. People are thinking logically through what the uprising was really calling for, yet those they're those who just wanted to get a gun and shoot everybody who was protesting in the street. Yeah, so we have an email where they're saying, they're asking us the question, what are the solutions? Okay. Well, and, well, people have been talking about it. If you yeah. don't vote... We have to vote. And that in is many the main ways thing. that you can show yeah. your power. We just got to have more blacks voting. That's just the bottom line. People of color, period, vote. If you vote in the different ways that we can, our voices, and I don't know how many times I've been right. saying that, it's got to be heard because otherwise this is just going to continue That's on. where it begins. Uh-huh. Every solution has to begin. There are some way of showing, like I said, there are people who who are shareholders, and they vote, mm-hmm. and they use that counterpower to make a stand, but that has nothing really to do with government. Right. You know, if you want to control it, even if you vote Republican, somebody's got to tame that party. Right. Somebody's got to bring it in line. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you are constructive in doing that, maybe you can do some good right. by doing that, voting Republican. But uh, at this point in time, you're just voting for... Uh, a party that's really a zombie party. Mm-hmm. They just walk in lockstep with some of the most idiotic ideas. They do. And we got two calls on the line. Yes, we do. 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you want to join this discussion in those callers. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, good morning. This is Larry. I Hi. To- good morning. I wanted to thank you all. Sunday Forum is a great show, a great service to the community. I'm working with the George Edgecombe Bar Association, which, Mm -hmm. of course, is the Black Affinity Legal Bar Association in Hillsborough County. And they are going to have a free Learn Your Legal Rights Community Workshop on Saturday morning, May 21st. And I was just calling to see if you all would provide a a little bit of information about it for your listeners. Go right ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Well, thank you so much. Well, this is going to be held from 9 till noon. On Saturday, May 21st, at the Allen Temple African Methodist Episcopal Church at 2101 Low Street. And this event is free, and this is a chance for citizens to get free legal information on areas of law such as immigration, landlord-tenant, small claims, family law, appeals, bankruptcy, personal injury, fair housing, and there'll be some discussion of criminal law and probate as well. Again, this is, this is attorneys in the community trying to provide legal assistance to citizens so they know their rights. And there's going to be a a breakfast included, and that's, again, 9 to noon on Saturday, May 21st, at the Allen Temple AME Church at 2101 Low Street. I'm grateful for you all making the time to let us spread the word about this. Yeah, I like that Uh, idea. People do need to know what their rights mm -hmm. are and what the law is. And thank you for, for, for doing this event. Okay, well, all, all thanks to Jeeva. Well, thank you so okay. much, and I hope you all have a great day. Thanks again for the Sunday Forum. Oh, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we got another call. So, caller, you are on air. Okay. Oh, okay. Hello? <laughs> Get some feedback. Yes. Turn your radio down. Yeah. Can you turn your radio down? Thank you. Oh, I guess it's not me. Yeah, me? go ahead. Yeah, it's you. Yeah, go ahead. It's you. Go ahead. Um, this is Eli, and the question about what do we do, um, you know, what's the uh, solution? I think the previous caller has, has, has a great idea. We definitely need to educate 
the people, mm-hmm. and we need to support the lawyers who are fighting. I, 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 I'm not talking about, you know, just like one Saturday or, or whatever. I'm talking about about um, um, arranging and organizing a, 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 a systematic support for these people yeah. who are lodged. We're not supporting them. You know, and we're not we're not supporting the 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 people with vision. We need to gather these people and support them. So I believe that that is the solution. And because I'm driving, I would love to hear that. Um, I think it was May twenty first. Yeah, at the or, Allen Temple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Allen Temple, May twenty first. That's right. It's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking, uh, and, and I would be honored to um, be in a collective forum with uh, a group of people actually dedicated to figuring out what the solution is, because it's gone too long, far too long, to just talk, just talk, and talk yeah. and talk and do one thing one Saturday and, and gone. I'm talking about a, a, a real live solution with, 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 with people who are who are um, yeah insist on peace, justice, and and, and righteousness. Yeah, yeah. So get, get Eli, Eli the book guy. I'm here and I'm I'm waiting. So let's actually no, I'm not waiting. I'm doing. So, yeah, okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good start. Go and get legal advice and and, and organize that effort on a regular basis. Yes. Because people yes, need sir. that. Uh, I will do that. Thank you guys for what you're doing. I appreciate you. Peace and love. Oh, you're thank welcome you. and thank you. Back at you. All right, next caller. <laughs> you're on air. Good morning. Good morning. Clay, Land Lake. Hello. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, but can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. I I didn't start, uh, I didn't get near radio until 913, so I've only been listening to the show since then. And uh, enjoying listening to the callers and everything people have to say, mm-hmm. except for of Simon. Uh, right. <laughs> he gives honorable mention, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gives honorable mention. So, um, you know, first thing, when you're talking about the police and, and uh, how these um, uh, different uh, municipalities have decided to not send the police to, uh, you know, mental health issues, uh, questions of, um, you know, um, uh, people with um, um, dealing with um, traffic stops and all these yeah, kind of mm-hmm. things. The thing about police is the police are a hammer, and through a hammer, everything's a nail. Mm-hmm. And that's why you get that kind of reaction from them. And, you know, just to me, it's unbelievable how they come in and just want people to do exactly what they say, take their commands, they're in charge, your rights don't matter, and you have to do what they say, and if you don't, you're resisting arrest or you, you know, whatever. So, right. um, yeah. now, as far as Ron DeSantis goes, you know, I think one of the best things to make a point about is if you have any question about what his motivations are, what was that bill, HB1, the one that was uh, supposed to deal with protesters? Oh, yeah, run, your, run the protester over with your car, you'd be fine. <laughs> right. Well, and arresting all the people, put them in jail without bail. Mm-hmm. So that situation has actually occurred a, a couple of times, not with black people, but the white supremacists that were over there at, the, at UCF. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they actually <laughs> beat a man, took his phone, right? Oh, yeah, and, that's right. They did. Right, and they didn't arrest him then at the time. But following that law, as they should have, they would have arrested all of them, put them all in jail, and kept them there. And then later on, they went and they got up on an overpass and they blocked traffic. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, but they didn't enforce it. Now, if it had been black people, right. it had been enforced. But they've been using that. These right-wingers have been doing this stuff purposely, trying to use the George Floyd uprising as their, as their excuse. Like, <laughs> you didn't do oh, anything to them, so why are you doing something to us? you got to keep these uppity black people down. You can't let that <laughs> stuff happen. i got to right. tell you, I, 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 for people who are too lazy to read, uh, some, a couple of really good movies that I just saw, uh, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah, and oh, yeah. Fred Hampton. Uh, Fred yeah. Hampton was was an amazing man because what people don't realize is that what he organized was not just black people. He actually had uh, the Young Patriots, which were a Klansman organization, join with uh, the rest of them to try to demand their rights, yeah. realizing that they do have something in common and finding those right. they have in common. 
And, and that's the kind of thing, that's one of the reasons he was killed. He was so successful at, at right. doing that. Uh, and he was he was murdered. Right. And the other one is uh, just and kind of lighthearted and all, but uh, the Black Klansman. I just saw that. I thought that thing was great. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Have you seen the Black Klansman? No, but I know the story about the, the black detective who yeah. went into yeah, well, whiteface. Spike Lee does a really good job in presenting it. It's, it's <laughs> uh, really very entertaining and yeah. and telling. Yeah, and he won so, a, he won an Oscar for that. Um, yeah, didn't know that. He deserved it. Yep, it, it was a really <laughs> good movie. So, um, as far as the parties go, uh, Ron. I'm not sure who it was Ron or uh, Eli or who said it, but. Um, we have to realize that the parties, the two parties we have, have a stranglehold on our political system. Yeah, we know. They're, yeah, they're, they're not even really parties, they're corporations. That's true. And uh, they're the left and the right wing of a bird of prey, and we're that prey. Yeah, we're about out of time, so Clay, yeah. thank you for your all call. Right. Sorry. <laughs> all right, peace be upon you all. Stay healthy, and I hope solutions is what we find. Yes, yes sir. You have to identify the problems to figure out the solution. Thank you. Thank you. This has been the Sunday Forum here on WMNF 88.5. Yumiko has been in the studio with me. Thank you, Yumiko. <laughs> yes, thank you. Taking the calls mm-hmm. and fielding them. So thank you. <laughs>